Welcome to episode 15. This is a fun one. Kat's here today. Hi. Wow. Tristan's gone. Tristan's not here. I kicked him out. Yeah. So we talk about public (laughs) transit and we talk about (laughs) photography, uh, crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Photojournalism. We we talk about iconic pictures. Brown cows produce chocolate milk. They do. Yeah. So there's a lot of fun stuff going on. Don't listen to them. Don't listen. I mean, do listen to the podcast. It's worth watching. Keep listening. And listening. <laughs> listen. Thanks. Bye. I mean, hello. Welcome. <laughs> Go watch the podcast. Go watch it. Watch it. What are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to TriFlix Cast. Not tips. <laughs> This is where professional videographers and photographers talk about the latest business practices, techniques, and tech with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. Today, I am joined by a couple people. One, not so usual. To my left, David <laughs> Baker. I'm the efficiency in the office and the IT manager here at Triflex. Yes, yes. And to my right, <gasps> hi, oh, I'm Kat. Oh, what happened? With wow. Welcome back, Kat. Welcome back. Uh, what, what do you Tristan? do around these parts? And I do the social medias, and sometimes I they let me edit stuff. That's fantastic. We're glad <laughs> to have you here. And I'm Cole. Uh, I'm the producer around these parts. Uh, somehow, we run mm-hmm. a media company out of Columbus, Indiana called Triflex. Yes. And we're here. We're here. We're here for this time. Now, <laughs> we're missing a person. We're missing Tristan today. And there's a reason behind that. He had his child. Well, technically, his wife had the child. Correct. He was they there. Were, he was there. They <laughs> were pregnant <laughs> and they he, had he, a child. He witnessed it. He witnessed the birth. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, he did. Yes. He, he recounted that yep. <laughs> for me. So. Yep. <laughs> Plopped they, right they out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's the way you hope it happens. So um little Nico Watkins is there here is here to stay. So it's exciting yep. stuff. I have not got to meet Nico yet, which nope, I haven't either. Just fine, I guess. I get it. You know, yeah. eventually. He, he's withholding from us. Yeah. We wanted to have him as a guest, but he was like, Oh, he doesn't want to meet you. He said, oh, I got to go take care of a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. So that's pretty lame. Babies need to be taken care of. But that's okay. Uh, I think it's going to be fun to switch things up and have Kat on. So yeah. we're going to talk about a lot of photography stuff today. Yay. Oh, boy. Two photographers in a room. <laughs> I, would, uh, I guess we could, we could call you like an amateur photographer. I, I, I'm not professional. I don't make money off my photography. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. True. I, I know a little bit. I know you dabble. I've, I've dabbled. Yeah. For sure. Well, maybe we'll find out what you've been dabbling in. <laughs> um, oh, even, even I take the best photos on my iPhone. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Get um, out. Yeah. Go you can away. Leave. You can I leave. know just enough to make you mad. Yeah. <laughs> I have stories about that. We, we'll talk more about there it. There we go. Um, okay. Got some. So, um, I have a news story, um, per right. usual. For those of you who may be our first time listeners, Yay. we like to break the ice, start the night off with a little or start whatever time start of day the, it is for you it's nighttime for us but starting it for you um yeah. we like to do a little news story so there we um go. cow garden is my title cow today garden. cow garden cat you gotta have a first reaction on per this. usual no um, way you're gonna guess it <laughs> um <laughs> you have the insights i believe you know, from upi.com you <laughs> i don't even know what that stands for <laughs> I is just type in funny news. Funny news. Um, hmm. Is it like 
you know how they have like those garden gnomes but are they like cows okay so like a porcelain cow yeah like gnome. a bunch of porcelain cows. i think cows. they're plastic now yeah, yeah. like just throughout the garden okay mm. that's a good guess that's my cow garden David. upi <laughs> UPI yeah. is just the news UPI website. It's coming to me. It's under the category um, of odd news. Odd news. I'm going to there's an guess. Ad, there's an ad next to it. So he's putting whipped cream on their dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Top vet reveals the most important thing you can do for your dog. Oh, man. I Sorry. Want, let's go to that one instead. <laughs> I'm not clicking on the advertisement. <laughs> Fine. Uh, my guess then is that it's a wonderful pasture for cows that it's like engineered to be like the best place it's like heaven i thought you were gonna say cows, where they go to the cow bovine it's for the bovine creatures yes that's my guess <laughs> i thought you were gonna say a wonderful pasture where cows can go to die <laughs> oh even better there you go also that known can be as your the meat packing factory. What? No. <laughs> no, it's not, is it? It's, it's a meat packing No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> that would be a horrible name for it would a meat be. packing factory. I kind of like it. Cow garden. Uh, you heard it here first. Four folks. <laughs> I heard it here by four. I combined for first and folks. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> This is going to be one what, what heck of a it? podcast. Okay. What do we got? You're both dead wrong. So okay. in Stillwater, Oklahoma, okay. a cow got loose and went to Olive Garden. No! <laughs> it heard that uh, it was unlimited it heard. Uh, the bre- bread herd. <laughs> it left the herd. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That you. is Thank awesome. <laughs> they came for the salad and breadsticks. <laughs> Mm. And now why we all go is grazing over the menu. Good. Whoa. What was that? Whoa. 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 <laughs> Did you just say they're not even that good? The my, breadsticks? You don't like the Olive Garden breadsticks? My best Olive Garden experience was when we went to Olive Garden and they had run out of breadsticks. Oh. So they had gone to Fazoli's. Oh my gosh. And got oh. breadsticks. So now I get it. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to give me the choice... Like, I I get it. I'd probably go with the Fazoli's. But the only thing is, is like when you go to Olive Garden and like they do it right, which mm-hmm. I get is not always the case, mm-hmm. but when it has the right amount of the butter and mm-hmm. the garlic salt and they cook them right, they don't overcook them, then it's, <laughs> the thing is, is like it is a higher quality product. Mm. You know, like, like when you have, like when you have like the breadsticks at Fazoli's and you get them and it's drenched in a gallon of butter. Isn't that what makes it good? <laughs> I, I, I mean, yes, but... <laughs> that's where the flavor's at. You, ever you can ask for them without butter. Really? At Fazoli's, You yeah. can also ask for extra butter. Well, oh I have God. dipped them both in ways. butter. Which side of the spectrum are you guys on, audience? More, More butter, butter or, or none. none at all? <laughs> or would you like to apply your own amount of butter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get it on the side. And then you can just dip it in. That's what, oh that's what we Fresh did. amount of butter. That's, that's what we did. I'd love to tell you there was more to this news story, but there's yeah. not. Uh, the, the cow got loose. The police came and got it from Olive Garden in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Wow. wow. I don't even... What a cow. The fact that it, one, managed to get near an Olive Garden... I think that's pretty impressive. Go inside. Wait, I was gonna say, did it actually get? It didn't in? go inside. Oh. oh, well, now we're just disappointed. <laughs> oh, now I'm yeah, sufficiently less impressed. 
Yeah. I, now I, he, he just needs to be turned into meat and consumed <laughs> like a normal cow. There you go. At Olive Garden. I think it was a black and white cow, though. Aren't those the only milk cows? I am. Isn't there a difference? Furthest from no. our agriculture. I, I don't know only, anything about this I thought this stuff. only the... No? No. Well, cows, yeah. lightness. cows can be different colors. Well, yeah, because well, the know. brown ones make the chocolate milk. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. As, as most Americans agree, based on that one poll or whatever, they did a poll. They were like, does chocolate milk come from brown cows? And like like 80% of Americans were like, yeah. But if you're going to ask me that question, I'm going to say yes. I, like, I know it's not a oh, fact, yeah, no. but I don't it's care. It's the funnest it's way to say it. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, I went through a very weird phase. as I went through several weird phases as a kid. Hmm. Um, but one of them, I was doing Color research for a book that I was writing. Okay. And I like wanted... you were writing a whole book? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Move your mic closer, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to gesture, like, move it closer. It's okay. It's our first time. <laughs> there you go. And um, here is this close enough. Perfect. And um, I wanted to learn, like, how you would go about milking a cow, because I'd never milked a cow before, and okay. this was set, like, out in the country, my story was, or whatever. Okay. And so, I Makes called sense. this lady who had cows, and I had, like, a whole phone conversation with her about, like, cows, and how, how you milk cows, and... How did you know this lady? Um, I talked to a friend who I knew had a farm, but okay. they didn't actually have cows. They they raised other animals. So this is like a cold call to ask about how to milk a cow. And, and, <laughs> Hi, and, my name's Cat, and, and, and I want to know how to milk a cow. Pretty much. And my friend it's connected like, me kid, to yeah. this lady, <laughs> and she was like, you can call her, and she'll, you know, like, I'll warn her that you're calling her. And so I called, and I was like, <laughs> That's awesome. Hi, I, I'm just going to take notes, and can you just tell me, like, yeah. what you dude milk a cow and it was so funny because my mind was blown she was like you know just like humans to make milk the mm. cow has to have had a yeah. baby and yes i don't know yeah. why my mind was so blown by that as like a 10 right, year old like, no or just cow grows up cow, cow, make milk. cow yeah. just makes milk and i was like oh wow that's <laughs> fascinating i was fascinated and then she yeah. talked about like all all of the details somewhere in my house are all of these notes that i took on how to milk a cow like i could probably figure it out <laughs> if i had video. the notes yeah <laughs> Informative how videos to make, from Triflix. Did you know Triflix tips? <laughs> how to milk a cow. <laughs> we just sprinkle one weird one in every once in a while. Tristan, <laughs> Tristan can do more of his animations for that oh, one. I'm, I, um, <laughs> I don't trust Tristan to draw an udder. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like that's like one of the biggest things that like kids' animations like shows get wrong is like the way male cows looks. no male cows like have udders sometimes like did like, you see no. like the movie like barnyard i think the the main character yes. the main now the you're main cow mm-hmm. is supposed to be a guy but he has udders but he has an udder <laughs> maybe yeah. they're not udders maybe oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no don't, no, don't no. cows have two stomachs <laughs> they, oh yeah it's a stomach that's what it is <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah canon that they addressed it in one episode of barnyard <laughs> Explain it. <laughs> this is the backstory yeah. of how Mr. Cow got udders. Yep. Maybe they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe this again. They thought like all cows have udders. All cows make milk. I, don't, I feel like sometimes people make children TV shows just try to see how much they get away with or can get away with. Yeah. Like, but I also think it might be weird as a. I don't know. I mean, especially for kids, like they might expect a cow to have udders. Yeah, so like, they were oh, just that's like, "Oh, it's a cow because it nah. has the udders." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's black and white. 
Yeah. And it has yeah. udders. Yeah. What what else is a cow? I was going to say, because technically a cow is like the, the female and the guy's the, called the bull. Yeah, see, the kids bull, even yeah. wouldn't so, even know that. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. It just... So much misinformation in kids' shows. <laughs> so, so much misinformation. Someone so needs to fact check these yeah. kids' shows. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, I, I saw... Feeding these kids. <laughs> just... <laughs> Inf- misinformation bull <laughs> where's info wars but for children's shows <laughs> I, I did see a, i saw a band episode of dexter's laboratory uh just today um, oh okay i was like uh where they played music and i was like oh i no. got you uh, it's a uh, because like every like 90s cartoon had like the one episode where like what if like everybody was cursing because, like, Spongebob had, like, the one where, like, every time they said, like, a cuss word, it would be, like, dolphins. Yes. And uh, Dexter's Lab did one. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> they, I can't did do it. W- they did one where, like, Dexter took all the rudeness out of him and his sister and it just put it in, like, a different person. Or it made, like, copies, clones of them. But, like, they were the only the rude parts of them. And they ran, ran around just, like, cussing at each other. And it just beeped. The whole time, so Dang. it was just like, but it was like, banned. Deep, yeah, it, it aired like once, and then it got banned. Oh, gotcha. Back so when somebody you could air something oh my before it was decided it shouldn't be seen. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you see it? Uh, it's uploaded to YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Go to YouTube. Sure check it out. I'll try to find it. We can put it in the show notes. Thank or something. you, YouTube, for preserving uh, history. Except for all the stupid crap you do, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, what we is, can talk about that. Like, Let's talk about like, it. What's the most like recent the stupid thumbnails? crap? Yes. <laughs> on shorts. Do you know? What was it? The thumbnails on shorts. Oh, that's one of them. Okay, so yeah. if that's, they don't know what a short is, what's a short? So everything's trying to be TikTok now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally. Correct. And so YouTube shorts, first of all, it can only be exactly 59 seconds. Oh, or it what? does not really? it does not upload vertically as a short. It just like uploads vertically, but as like a normal YouTube video, so then it's just vertical. But it's, it's ridiculous. It's very, very annoying. It is YouTube shorts is the only <laughs> vertical content that is limited to sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you also telling me that even if you're uploading it as a normal video? If it's below that time code or whatever, like if it's shorter than a minute and it's vertical, it just automatically makes it a short. Like yes, and you can't right? control yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, so it decides. So anything 59 seconds and under, because we've had something that was exactly a minute and it wouldn't upload as a short. And, Even and, at like 59... 90 yeah you know and, what i mean like, and yeah. poor daniel had to go back in there and like trim off that, <laughs> that second <laughs> take a little knife it's ridiculous like cheese yeah and then right when we figured out the thumbnails for the youtube shorts they took them away from us which it was still yeah. jank to begin with yeah so it's like you can upload a thumbnail but the thumbnail only shows in horizontal format mm-hmm which was Ooh. usually only seen in playlists. So yeah. if you made a playlist of shorts and you looked at it on your desktop, you saw the thumbnails. Yeah. So we were like, hey, you know, I mean, we're a professional media company. Like, let's make... We should have thumbnails. We should have thumbnails well, and, and they should look nice. First, we were making them vertical because we were like vertical content, vertical thumbnail. And we had already yeah. made vertical oh. thumbnails for reels. And then we were like, wait, no, they have to be horizontal. And then like literally like two weeks after we figured that out, I went to upload something and I was like, so does it also say that you can't put a thumbnail in here on yours too? Like, is it yeah. just me? Am I the problem? Yeah, I think the it error, was not just me. I think the error message says specifically like, 
like this uh, like thumbnails th- not available at this time yeah, or something it's like, like temporary that. unavailable yeah. yeah so you're like okay so then i was going to go back and remove this because we're continually uploading to this series mm-hmm. of shorts and so we went to go back and pull the thumbnails and you can't even do that mm. so i have 11 episodes with pretty le- thumbnails with pretty thumbnails <laughs> that i spent time designing yeah and then everything past that is now just the shorts which is black bars on left and right and they're they pick the thumbnail so like they yeah. pick the frame huh. from the video for i wonder you. if we can experiment with this like upload a video slightly too long and i think you can trim them in like the youtube editor i wonder if you make it shorter than a minute if it automatically becomes a short I don't know. I see what you're saying though, because like yeah. then you could put a thumbnail on it, and then it would be just stuck, and then trim it down yeah. to become a short. Oh, that sounds horrible. I almost wonder like, like while it's like out. uploading, while it's loading, while the thumbnail thing is still there, if you could click it real fast and put <laughs> just it be real fast, like a, <laughs> put it in. before it knows whether it's a, a short yeah. hand. <laughs> it's just trying to think about it. Well, we could yeah. try that. <laughs> but Man. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I think we talked about it on Monday that. Uh, you the only way to do it is if you upload your short from an android device mm-hmm. then oh, you yeah. can pick a thumbnail yeah and Which, uh cat's iphone i just switched yep. to iphone because i got a macbook and i was like i really want to be able to airdrop stuff yes yep. that's why i did it uh, <laughs> so cat's so iphone i've been iphone for a little over a year yep david switched as well mine's almost you were before me because yeah. i have a 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about yeah. to come out with the 14s this 15. year. Or is it 15, really? Yeah, they just, mm-hmm. 14s have been out. I'm, I'm hoping not, for USB-C. Um, yeah, I'm not upgrading until USB-C comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's why I didn't. It's like, it's yeah. the notch is barely smaller. And like, the only reason I would it's want to island. get a new phone is an island. <laughs> Are you going to get on a the pro? pros. Um, if it has USB-C, I feel like if they're going to do USB-C, it's only going to be on the pros. And I'm afraid. Oh, you know might, what my theory is? I'm afraid they're going to make the regular ones wireless only charging. See, I think it's going to be oh. the other way around. I think it's going to be the other way. I think they'll make the lower ends USB-C and then they'll take the Pros and the Pro Maxes and stuff and those will be wireless. That's even worse though. Yeah. But if they... Because if, they have the ProRes. And so it'll take even longer to take off the footage. But if they, <laughs> if they can upgrade AirDrop... If yeah. they can just upgrade that to like AirDrop 2.0 mm-hmm. and oh. it has faster speeds, then it would be fine because AirDrop already is faster yeah. than the USB 2 speeds that you get through Lightning. You know, Apple was working on lending MagSafe to the new Qi standard, They're which is like it. the open standard. I wonder if Apple is going to make, again, like their own thing for wireless and also have it like data transfer through the MagSafe. Oh, I see. So then when you make the contact with the pad, then yeah. you should be able to also do data yeah, transfer. I wonder if they're going to do something like that. I honestly don't care. Yeah. As long as... <laughs> no, I'm just saying like... I can tell you this. The only time I use my port for anything is CarPlay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. To plug oh, it into my car. Your car doesn't have wireless CarPlay. Well, no. I mean, most of them mm. most of them barely did even, in, you know, I mean, because mine's a 2018 and like yeah. even into the 2020s, like... And you'd rather have it charging anyway because like if for it's sure. going to be plugged yeah. in, you're probably doing like GPS that's going to drain your battery or yeah. music or whatever. It saves my day, to be honest with you, because it's like I don't have to touch a charger mm. because it's plugged mm-hmm. in in my car and I spend so much time in my car. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it's no big deal. Uh-huh. So, I mean, but I, but it's also really nice. Have you guys ever been in a car with wireless? 
no carplay it's literally i mean it connects over it's a wi-fi connection mm-hmm. and once you set it up the first time like you turn the car on and you sit in it and it connects your carplay so like your carplay yeah. just pops up yeah which I is think, super convenient oh i think the van that we rented for our cute little two-week stint out west i think that had wireless carplay mm. i think it did because super convenient because yeah that was before I had an iPhone, but someone else that we were with had one and her phone just like always popped up and I don't think we were plugging it in. So yeah. I think it had to have it. But yeah, it was really nice. You know, like it's good to have probably seven years down the road when most modern cars have like the new car play where it takes over like the dash and everything. Um, if, if you, you don't think it's going to catch on, I don't know. It looks really cool. It looks fantastic, but the problem is, is like that's a big thing for many auto manufacturers to give up. I, it's smart, I think, for them too. But but half the time they make such crappy stuff for it anyway. I mean, my Honda one has like a digital display for the dash instead of like I'd rather actually have physical dials. I would rather because I don't like the idea of like what if the computer just randomly dies and you just can't see how fast you're going or any of the the statuses. I don't know. I love my screen. I mean plus like I don't like uh, like so you have so much more information. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a 2010 Ford Flex and my mom Mm. has I think it's in 17 or 18 so we have like the old flex and the bougie flex yeah and it's really funny because you get them and it's like they're almost the same but they're not the same and yeah. it's like it's, it's subtle it's, stuff yeah it's kind of like the twilight zone every time you get the bougie flex like, i'm wait like second. wait mm. but so she has a like a screen screen and it's so annoying though because there's so many things that you can't hit buttons for and since i don't drive it a lot yeah. i'll be like driving down the road and i'm like i need to fix this and i'm like but i don't want to look at the screen like i wish there was a button like yeah. an actual button because like i have all the buttons in my old flex memorized uh, and oh i don't yeah. have to look at stuff yeah so that's probably the actual thing <laughs> it's, it's a big problem the, the only if mm-hmm. i could have one feature request for a car it's just like physical buttons for all the controls i hate using a touch screen in my car it's like, cause I don't want to be driving and then just like be trying to just yeah. remember on a flat screen where a button is. This I'm completely with you on. Yeah. You know this. The Germans did it right the first time, and it's <laughs> stupid they got rid of it because yeah. if you've never, you probably haven't used one. I'm just assuming <laughs> they they put they used to put the dials in the center, mm-hmm. and so it's like you have a dial that mm-hmm. can rotate. You press it in to make selections, and then you can also click left, right, up, and down if you want to. Yeah. But then there's a back button and a menu button, and it's like I can navigate all the things that I need, which I have physical mm-hmm. um, climate change buttons, which I think should always be physical. Yeah, see, yeah. that's that's the thing. Like half of the stuff in the Bougie Flex for like oh, sea yeah, heat yeah, and yeah. stuff, like you have to do it on the screen, and I'm like, but I yeah. I want to put in the GPS. Yeah, and and the his. screens are always a <laughs> stupid janky mess that like. <laughs> You press the button and then it thinks about it and then it does it. It's like, ah. Technology is great until it's not. But like that was the big, and again, I say the Germans had it figured out because it's like they have decided to take away, like the new version of my car looks the exact same on the inside, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they, they made the screen bigger and they made it a touch screen and then they eventually get, you get rid of the, the, the dial. Yeah. And it's like. They're copying Tesla basically. Uh, I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, there's been touch screen, you know cars like that where they've moved a lot of this stuff over for i think for a long time yeah mm-hmm. they've been trying to to push into that but it was just like to be able 
because literally it's like the dials right in front of my gear shift so your mm. your arm rests on the gear shift and then you can just use the dial and it's like you know your clicks you know what you need everything's yeah. where it needs to be and it's like why yeah. did that ever need to change <laughs> it's if like you having can, a manual car but having to change the gears at the touch screen <laughs> yes yes don't get me started on which nobody would buttons. ever want yeah now it's like in yeah. a car it's like drive is like a button and park is like a, a lever and Ew. then you have to like twist a knob to put it in reverse it's like it has like a whole strip of they're like things engineers are bored yes. and they're just like they're trying to find something for these guys to do so they can be paid but then you have tesla <laughs> yeah. the new cars guess what gear you want to be in I've always w- wondered how, like, the <laughs> drivetrain and all that stuff, like, can we, will we ever have manual electric cars? Is that a thing that can even exist? Um, they're going to do it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it, it serves no purpose other than for <laughs> enjoyment of driving yeah. Yeah. and, like, having that physical connection with your machine, but, like, mm-hmm. it serves absolutely zero purpose like okay. dodge is gonna do it yeah. they're gonna have an e transmission or whatever they call it and it simulates shifting gears <laughs> in your car but it's like why yeah 100 percent of the torque is available throughout the whole acceleration curve so it's yeah. like why do you need that i don't know for funsies well do you know how to drive manual they're cat? easing us in a little bit a yeah. little bit i I've, haven't driven I've, at all i've done it before sorry <laughs> i know I'm there's a photo of it there's photographic evidence of me doing it <laughs> that's yeah. awesome and, and and i never stalled the car my brother stalled the car once oh, and nice. then figured it out but it was really funny because my uncle was teaching us and the whole time he was like you're going too fast you, you can't go this fast like you haven't done it before i'm like i'm going like 25 <laughs> <laughs> i can do it he's like whoa just let me stop. do it which You're is out of funny control. because like my mom and all of her siblings like they get onto us so bad for driving so fast but they all have they they all have lead feet like it's uh. it cracks me up and they're like well we have like 50 years of experience and i'm like yes but where mm. do you think we get it from like we're fighting it yeah. <laughs> constantly yep and we get it from you it's you all know, your fault. That's the opposite of what you want for helicopter pilots. Ooh. What uh, do you mean? New pilots for helicopters are less likely to crash than older ones. Why is that? Because when they're like right out of school, they're like constantly thinking about everything that can go wrong. And oh, so they're like yeah. triple checking everything. Yeah. And all the older pilots start to relax and you they don't check like things. Comfy. Yeah. And like in helicopters, if you get complacent, like you can just, that's what happened with a uh, Kobe Bryant. He got his, complacent. <laughs> he didn't. His, uh, they struck him down. They, they flew into a cloud. It was like, oh, I got this. Yeah, I can fly through a cloud. Who needs visibility, man? I know where I'm going. Got GPS. Good to go. <laughs> got it's Google. all going to fly and drive itself. Got At some the point, there's going to be a generation <laughs> who doesn't even know how to operate machinery. The self-driving cars, man. Mm-hmm. Just tell just punch it in Apple. i'm not gonna lie some days it sounds nice yeah yeah like i'm like wait a second so you're like technically if i had like an hour drive in between a shoot mm-hmm. i can pretty mm-hmm. much edit a shoot in between mm-hmm. i'm telling you like seven to ten years from now it's probably going to be legal to be in a car to own a car and also just get in a car and just tell it where to go and like you don't need a driver's license just chill well it'd be cool that's yeah. that's really funny because more and more of like the self-driving cars and stuff mm-hmm. it makes me think like will we get to a point where we'll just get to like going back to like public transportation again because no, I when, when i went to europe over the summer our tour guide was like 
so how does like everyone have a car like why like why is that a thing because well, i hate people yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it was really funny <laughs> because yeah. i started thinking and i was like if i had like a longer commute to work and i like you know took a train or a bus or whatever i would have like an hour yeah. that i could like you know edit something or read a book or like mm-hmm. you know crochet i don't know but it's that's re- what i would do <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there is like pretty big advantages to having like public transport mm-hmm. like think about like stadiums you have to have massive parking lots or garages mm-hmm. just so people can drive there yeah yeah and like you go over in europe and you see the stadiums there's just no parking lots because everybody can get to it with mm-hmm. public transit and then like you see an aerial photo of like one of the biggest ones in like florida or georgia and it's like 80% parking lot, 20% the stadium. It's like, wow, we're just wasting all that land. So, yeah. Kat, do you have then do you have experience using public transport mm. overseas? Yeah. So, my question is like, is it is it clean? For the <laughs> most part? And look, yeah, the like reason it I'm wasn't asked, as bad as I was expecting it to be. Cuz I asked the question and I'm not this isn't just like oh buses are dirty. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's not my yeah. I'm not giving into the cliche of this, but like mm. um the thing is is like any time that you have a lot of people mm-hmm. in these spaces and whether that is the bathrooms at stadiums mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? The trunks. Yeah. Or, yes. Or just like public bathrooms in general. Anytime that you have a, a large amount of people coming in and out of a, a space, mm-hmm. especially a smaller space, a lot of times, yeah. Yeah. you know, it just tends to be dirty and no one wants to clean and it's just one mm-hmm. of those things. So I think that's my only yes. concern <laughs> about going to I'm a mass transit. I know that you would know. <laughs> like you'd go on a train or something like, I don't like this. Mm-mm. Uh, nope. <laughs> dude, the planes. When we yeah. when we went on our trips, like mm-hmm. they're not bad, but it's still like I I'm sandwiched in between two people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yep. like I don't know if you showered. I don't yeah. know if you're clean. Like, and it's I don't know. It's just like planes, it's the thought of it all. Planes are definitely a different vibe because like you're like stuck in there for you know a couple hours. Whereas like the 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 underground and in London and the mm. metro and Paris like you know it's super busy times a day yeah you're going to be clustered in there with a bunch of people but they're getting on and off constantly and like people really do keep to themselves like if they're with like a little group of people you have like a little cluster over here and if like you know just everyone and like you you chill in your spot like everyone is so aware of like really keeping to their own little bubble like it surprised hmm. me like gotcha no one is no one is like taking up your space which is very interesting because i feel like americans also like just take up way more space than they need to sometimes for sure <laughs> but well and I, I don't know if i could it would take me a while to get used to like being on public transit mm-hmm. and not like striking up a conversation now i know mm-hmm. that that's yeah. that's limited to a certain amount of people yeah that was like when we were we were on the train or the tram whatever you call it in the colorado airport tristan and i were and it's like you say things and you laugh and it's like somebody else hears you and then they laugh and it's like a i mean it's a public public experience right for everybody Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that that probably with time Mm -hmm. everybody's kind of like oh i'm trying to get to work i really don't care about what you're doing yeah like i don't think they're like totally anti it for sure but Cause like, you know, but people like kind of stick to their little group and they chill and then, you know, they get to their stop and they get off the train and then there's like six more seats available and you like scoot over and spread out some more. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. And the more like in London, the busier areas, like more, the more in the city you are, like those ones are 
a little more dirty, but then the further out of town you go, like number one, they get cleaner because there's less use, but yep. also they're just so much more spacious and it's really fun. Like I, we, <laughs> we got a little lost one day, so we spent a lot of time in the underground, but it was so much fun. I wasn't even mm. that mad because I just enjoyed it so much because it was such a different experience. And then yeah. like in the Metro in France, they have a lot of double decker trains. Like they have actual trains on some of the metros. Like, okay. Um, mm. And those Shoot. are fun because then you yeah. get to you know go up and sit on the double decker train, and I actually took um, a double decker train from I don't know where we went to, but we drove a little ways and then we took the train from wherever we were to the state fair in Indy once, and that was so much fun because we just had like an hour and a half to chill on the train and you know do whatever and yeah. yeah. And now a quick break to hear from our sponsors, Coffee House Five. With locations in Franklin and Greenwood and Suna 3rd in Bargersville, Coffee House 5 is Johnson County's premier independent coffee shop to relax, study, or meet friends around great coffee and great food Monday through Saturday. Whether it's a handcrafted espresso or a single origin pour over, you'll enjoy the freshest, smoothest coffee possible roasted in-house at their Franklin location using a unique airbed roasting process. And don't forget to pair your coffee with a ham and cheddar scone, biscuits and gravy made with their award-winning Parmesan chive biscuit, or any of their other pastries and sandwiches prepared in their Franklin kitchen using family recipes and a style they call Midwest comfort food. As if that's not enough to get your attention, Coffeehouse 5 is a for-benefit coffeehouse. All profits are invested in building a stronger community through their support of local mental health services, which you can read more about on their website, coffeehouse5.com. So next time you're in Franklin or Greenwood and soon Bargersville, stop by Coffee House 5. I definitely see the appeal of that, mm-hmm. being able to fill your time with something other than you're just like sitting and mindless. I mean, not mindlessly, but you know what I mean. You're yeah. just kind of like, yeah. I'm completing a task. I'm driving from point A to point B and I cannot accomplish anything else yeah. in that time. I know travel over there is like in England is also really different because mm-hmm. like we like, oh, you got to go an hour up north to go do something like go up to Indy. Yeah. Like that's like, oh, that's like a whole trip. You got to yes. plan to them. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, like you go, they're so small yeah. over there. It was like, why wouldn't you just do that today? It's like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you go like an hour in the UK and you're like way up north. Well, yeah. in Indiana also, I know, is not like the shiny example of public <laughs> transit. Yeah. Not at all. No. no. Not even close. <laughs> we have like one train that goes through like the entire state, maybe two. Yeah. They're not useful yeah, at all for like, like that. anything we important. Just got bus lanes like oh. yeah. two years ago. The bike lanes that are terrible. And well, the problem is, is that no one no understands. One uses, yeah. Or no one uses them. Yeah, no, no one uses them. <laughs> and like, they're also just randomly throughout our city. They're not even like connected yeah. half the time. And so it's like... Which is why no one uses them. Half of, like only one road. That's what the Monon's <laughs> for. Stay off my road. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, again, I also... Technically illegal to ride a bike on a sidewalk. I'm not supposed to do it. Yeah, I think it is. But I do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that fine. No one really knows what you're supposed to do, right? No, because it's like, so bad. Uh, here? Yeah, but then yeah. if you ride in the street, which is kind of where they want you to be, then people also then don't terrified. understand that, like, yeah. you also have to abide, like, everybody is, like, yeah. yielding mm-hmm. to each other and we all share the space. It's not because you have a, your vehicle's bigger than mine yeah. that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Sometimes bikers just blast through stop signs, too. It's <laughs> really know. fun. I saw it the other day and I was like, oh wait gosh. a second. I'm yeah. pretty sure that the laws of the road also apply. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used to bike to piano lessons when I was a teenager and I was, like, just biking back down the road down mm, Rocky Ford 
and like a semi I don't know why this semi was going down Rocky Ford, but it just like, you know, passed yeah. me. And I was like, that was the most terrifying experience. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bike versus semi. I you was lose. like, I'm dead. I'm so dead. <laughs> I swear, sometimes semi drivers just get confused and they drive on like the tiniest roads downtown. It's like, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, yeah. You are yeah. so lost. Stuck. <laughs> you got stuck looking at Google Maps for too long, didn't realize that you were a semi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the bike thing. Did you get, have yeah. you guys ever watched like those speed runs where those guys in like New York and stuff like they're like messengers or you what? know they're just like super into like riding around in the city. Oh, and, and like no. they and can how go. Fast they can get to yeah. point A to point B. Yes, oh. yeah. And they're just like you should check it out because okay. I think you would get a kick out of this. But they just it's literally it's like I'm gonna get from you know, start to finish without ever stopping yeah. and just going as fast as oh, I wow. possibly can. And it's mm-hmm. impressive. Is and it they, like a preset route? This is like, this is like the thing that multiple people have tried to do. No, it's just to... like they, they have to get from one oh, just point to, to the other and however okay. fast as yeah. they can do it, whether it's alleys, sidewalks, streets, wow. like they're just like blowing through. And of course in like New York city, like people are very used to, alternate means of transportation Mm -hmm. so most pedestrians understand how this works Mm. so i'm sure that helps but it's super impressive i mean they were talking about crowded streets and they're just like weaving in and out of cars and like going through lights and just getting where they need to go and that's a lot of times i think they use like there are the messenger services where these guys ride these bikes and they like bring food and do things like that and it's so much faster and more efficient than having somebody you know do it by car yeah. yeah, especially in a major city like that. Mm-hmm. But they're very talented. I've seen like urban expo- exploration or like parkour where people are just climbing like giant cranes or like buildings that are like half finished. Yeah, and stuff. I knew some guys that did that here. Really? Yeah, like they'd go up on top of like I don't know. I mean, places you definitely shouldn't be. <laughs> like even just like from a filmmaking standpoint, like. The fact that you're doing it, but also like you're filming yourself at the same mm-hmm. time, that just like that's another element of something on my mind. I don't want to be thinking about like yeah, 500 feet up in the air. I get it, and a lot of times they would get from you know where their starting destination and then where they would want to be. Yeah, you know the. I mean, it's illegal. <laughs> I mean, it just <laughs> is. That's the other thing. It's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. But then they would go and they they were photographers mm-hmm. and they would go and they would shoot from those spots. Yeah. Yep. And the shots were beautiful and cool. And of course, eventually it was like, it's all about like, where can you dangle your feet off of? And oh my, yeah, I'm getting the feet shot. Yes. <laughs> but they were always great shots. I mean, they're professionals. So yeah. it was really cool. But I know some of them did get in trouble because it's like when you take yeah, a picture, you're kind of illegal. You post it. You know what I mean? You're like, look yeah. what it's I like, did. And it's like, I wow. The law. This is AI. I wasn't really here. Yeah, yeah, I never made it up here. It was a, a friend sent me this picture. But yeah. I'm not a big heights person, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do it pretty bad back in the day. I never yeah. I never had the guts to like hit these guys up and go do it. Yeah. Because I had a family very early on and I was like, yeah, it's probably not something yeah. a husband and a father should be doing. I don't hate those, these type of things, <laughs> but like at the same time, it encourages people... Like the type of people that are going to come along and then ruin it because yeah. they're going to like accidentally destroy something because they're being careless or Dude, they're going to get themselves hurt. That's anything. Then, yeah. I mean, it's like the, but the it's on like top the of it scooters. already being like illegal to do though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I get it's it. It's already like now you're going to have like police trying to really figure out like 
make people not to do it because like you're gonna get hurt we have proof you get hurt blah 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 so it's like graffiti you know yeah i mean it's illegal right yep. mm-hmm. um but there are large factions of people that go and do these things and mm-hmm. and i mean i think it's a very cool art form but it's like it is it's right. illegal yeah. but there's always those people right they get in and then they <laughs> they post something or they a lot of these guys will actually put face coverings on right mm-hmm. when they right. create media so yeah. which is and go under a pseudonym, Fair. you know, it's like, which makes sense. <laughs> yep. But then there's the guys that are like, oh, look what I did. Yeah. I, I saw a video of, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like two teenagers had no idea really what they're doing. They snuck on, uh, I don't really think it was, it was supposedly uh, Jeff Bezos, Bezos's yacht. And they like recorded themselves exploring Whoa. it, but they didn't have masks on and things like good job guys. And you're, you're going to get your minors doing something illegal and you recorded yourself doing it. You just destroyed the rest of your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kind of cool. Though. It was, it was kind of cool, but, but I think, yeah. I know we haven't talked much about photography, so we'll jump oh, into it. But I think it's I, like, what? What does our company do again? Yeah. It's okay. I mean, we're just having a Public fun transport. discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I always thought, uh, like, I've always been interested in the idea of going and doing urban exploration mm-hmm. photography type stuff. Um, I don't know. I just, it's been one of those things that's always been on my mind that I've really wanted to do because I like, mm. I like the candid stuff and I yeah. dig. I really like, like, um, landscapes and things like that. So, I mean, like, I think that both shooting urban you know, exploration shots or just urban mm-hmm. shots and, and landscapes. I think they go hand in hand, right? Because it's both, you know, you're still shooting a, a yeah. still um, subject, right? It's mm-hmm. something that doesn't move. It doesn't have a lot of dynamic yeah. elements to it. So you have to play with your surroundings to be able to make a dynamic shot. Yeah. And especially shooting at night is a whole oh, yeah. other experience. Or at golden night hour, sunset. Are... Yeah. Night it's, photos, it's every, every time it rains at night, I'm like, I should go take night photos. I mm. took out, I um, I took my brother let's, let's, to do it once. Let's go. Let's go okay. then. Like, I think we need to, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been such a proponent of this. And, and film a video. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I've been a proponent of this, and it's just finding, like, it's just having everybody get together and, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Because even one night, like, you go out for two or three hours, like, you're going to create so much media yeah and not only that i think it's a great opportunity to practice Mm -hmm. just putting you know putting your skills to the test and being like oh maybe i can get that shot Mm -hmm. because we can all conceptualize in our head like a shot that we would like to get but like taking the time and going and shooting it i think sometimes is the difference yeah and it's easy to get complacent so justin tried to do something a while back i think it was maybe I feel like it was before COVID where he wanted to go out to a national park and went up one of the fire towers. Yeah. And I think he like forgot an SD card or a battery uh, or something. And like he, he missed the shot and he couldn't get do. it, but he still like turned it. It's, I think it's on YouTube. I think it's on our Triflix films. We need to, um, that would be fun. We should yeah, do that. But it was that very same idea uh, where you just, you go out and you just choose a location and you wait for the right time. 2 a.m. whatever yeah i have some shots from from the one of the fire towers at brown county oh nice mm-hmm. it's during the day but still yeah yeah i str- i struggled a little bit with that one yeah. like i said i'm not i'm not a heights person yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's also it's one of those things like the two inner voices are like yo do yeah. anything for the shot and it's also yeah. like you hate heights yeah. anything with like <laughs> landscapes like mountains and like people <sighs> getting like beautiful shots out there especially like sunset or sunrise like anything with the Golden sun hour. on a giant 
face of a mountain. It's like See, beautiful. It's so funny because when I was taking my first photography class, our first ever assignment was landscapes. And that was mm. at the time where I was like, I only take pictures of people. I'm a portrait <laughs> photographer. I don't this take pictures of grass and, um, of land. And it was so <laughs> funny. Stupid rocks. It was so, <laughs> pretty much. I was like, I hate this assignment. It's stupid. And then um, I went out and I actually like put forth effort and I went mm. to a little place because, you know, I was in, I was in Tennessee. So it's really pretty oh. there. Oh, yeah. And so I put Here forth effort and my friend and I went out and I took something and it, this was on film I and um <laughs> and <laughs> somehow this was like you know the third roll of film i'd ever shot and i did something okay. wrong <laughs> and i was on i was on like <laughs> photo 42 and i was like i only have like 24 exposures on this roll of film something's wrong here and so the film had like you know gone around once and then like accidentally popped off the thing oh, so i had uh, no photos so i was like crap dang. so then I um, because they were that roll of film was due in class that day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you're an art major, you have a roll of film due it too. Um, but so then I ran around campus getting shots, which we were specifically asked, do not take, do not do your landscape stuff on campus. Like we don't want to see campus. Go you know, somewhere like, else. Go somewhere. Go, do something. Yeah, go away. And I did it all on campus, and I I developed the photos. I printed them. I went through critique. I got like, you know, I waited until my grade got put in. And then like a week later, I was like, by the way, I shot all of those on campus. And and Adam, who was who was the TA at the time, he was yeah. a senior then. Um, and the professor were like so mad at themselves. They were like, how did we not realize any of these were on campus? Wow. So I was like, maybe That's, I, I was like, oh maybe I don't hate the nature assignment so yeah. much after all. <laughs> maybe you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's bold of you to tell them that it wasn't. I know. I can't believe you confessed to it, man. Yeah. I would have kept that. Well, I nope. made, I made yeah. sure my grade was in it and I took a screenshot of it. So yeah. I was like, if they decide to like change it because they found out it's on campus, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be like, um, you already put my grade in. So uh, <laughs> but no. it was really funny. And dang, yeah. look at you. They, they can they can change it if they want. <laughs> it's a long process yes, and paperwork. They, they'll, they'll do it. But it's it, it's really funny. Really I, didn't like she it. had an in. Yeah. She's like, if, Adam, you if that grade, professor I swear. didn't like you, they would have done it, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would have held yeah. that close. Well, it was really funny because um, I was taking an online class once, and I didn't realize that I had technically like done something wrong. I thought I had done it right, mm. and I didn't feel like that was reflected in my grade. And so I emailed him, and I was like, "Hey, I yeah. did this, this, and this. I did. I followed the instructions. I did it right. You know, please reflect that in my grade." And he was like, well, actually, you know, in the instructions, it says to like wait a day before you post the other thing so that mm -hmm. more people have time to post or whatever. And he was like, but I'm going to go ahead and, you know, put your grade back up to wherever. Like, I'll give you all the points. Oh, so wow. I did it wrong. And I still got all oh. my points back. Man, I had a couple professors. <laughs> Helps when you uh. date a TA. Hey, hey, I wasn't yeah. dating him then. Okay, well, sure. I, I was, okay, sure. He was married. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. He was. We didn't talk about that though, did we? I don't remember this. Did no, he talk he, about it that day? Uh, Sorry, Adam. I I'm telling your life story. Uh, I think he might have mentioned it though. I thought you two. No, you you, you mentioned something about divorce. But oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember having that conversation with him. I don't think it lasted very long. <laughs> <laughs> and usually try not to let those last very long. So. 
Yeah. We won't get into it, bud, yeah. but but I had yeah. a, I had I a professor you. who was like notorious for like being really strict on grading and things. Mm-hmm. And on like my first couple of writing assignments with him were like one. It was like the most boring stuff ever. It was about like ethics. You know, who cares <laughs> about that stuff? Fucking like, ethics. I, but and I, I tried hey, like so hard on the writing assignments, and he would like give me like stupid grades like at 75 or an Aww. 80 and i was like i tried so hard on this and so i was like i just don't care anymore and i just started minimal effort oh and he gosh. started giving you me got better, better grades, grades. <laughs> i was like this is so stupid oh my like, gosh college is such a joke sometimes yeah I had, sometimes I, <laughs> I had another professor who it was a photojournalism class so i like pitched my idea for the photojournalism assignment and i thought it was really good and he was like okay i also want Mm. you to like add this so there's more or whatever and i was like okay cool so i did that and i gave him the first draft and he gave me some notes and i was like okay and so then i did you know the second draft took some more pictures and then he gave me back notes and they were like completely contradictory to like the original notes that he had given me and this was an online (sighs) class too so i was like you can go Mm. back and read your notes like and yeah. I emailed him and I was basically like, <laughs> I took quote for quote, I was like, you said, do this. So I did this. And then when I turned that in, you said, why did you do this? Was because oh, you, you said told so. me to. And so I was basically like, you know what? Honestly, I'm just really confused and I don't know what you want anymore. And I got an apology back from this man. He was like, I am so sorry. Just please like, just do whatever you want. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, oh, and I was, okay. I'm sure you were popular amongst the professors. Wow. They were like that cat chick. Oh, <laughs> what is a... Uh, <laughs> It's going to sound stupid. What is photojournalism? Photojournalism. What, is, what makes it? Yeah. You journal with photos. It's so much fun. I love photojournalism. Like if I discovered, <laughs> if I discovered photojournalism, like at the start of college, I probably mm. would have gotten a degree in photojournalism. Okay. Um, but basically I'm trying to think of like a famous photojournalist that I would have learned about. Um, well, if you don't, all of the um, names are gone. If you don't mind me, cutting in and maybe just taking a stab at this mm-hmm. um okay not classically trained um yes. far from it yes um there was a <laughs> movie there was a movie recently and it was about it was about as zach efron was the the main character mm-hmm. and he he packed up a bunch of beers and took oh, him yeah that, I, I want to watch that really it's, bad it was good <laughs> so there at that point in time mm-hmm. I'm, pretty sure that, yeah i was pretty sure that's vietnam war mm-hmm. yep. and so at okay. that time there were a lot of journalists mm-hmm. there and part of their job was to go and document mm-hmm. the things that were happening in the war in vietnam yeah and so there they were a lot of them were photographers mm-hmm. so i'm assuming yeah that was kind of the so, same thing so I, I i i thought of one so have you ever heard of dorothea lang nope no have you heard of the migrant mother photo is it this Nope, but that's also a really iconic picture. Yeah, and I've forgotten is, the name I, of the photographer. It's, uh, the, the photo that I just showed her <laughs> was uh, titled Afghan Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the photographer that took that's famous and his name escapes yes, me. Yes, Steve McCurry. Mm, yes. Ah, Steve. Yes. So. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff for National <laughs> Geographic. But, it's um, a pretty popular photo. I think most people would recognize it. Mm-hmm. So is that a good example of photojournalism? Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And then and you're documenting yeah. like events and things uh-huh. around the country, and right? So um, Dorothea, around the world. Dorothea Lang. So she took the migrant mother photo, which is the picture of that one mother in the Dust Bowl during the Great Depression, and she's holding her kid, and you know she's like thirty something years old, oh. and she looks like she's like sixty. 
I saw this Depression. photo. <laughs> uh, Depression. I was at the, oh, it's a big museum out in LA. It's like on a mountainside. Oh, the, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. The La Mac or the, the, the Mac or something like that. I forget what it's called. I know called. what you're talking about. <laughs> but there was a giant print of it there. Yep. So it's a good photo. That photo yep. was like iconic. And basically, um, Dorothea Lang worked for the, oh, what's it called? It's like the mm, something something farm <laughs> awesome. something it doesn't it doesn't make sense but basically she was tasked by the US government to um, go out and document these people during the Great Depression and so not only was she supposed to take photos of them but then she also would like interview them and jot this all down and then mm. send it all back and you know the photos would go places um, she also was tasked by the U.S. government to take photographs and, you know, interview people and stuff during the um, Japanese um, infinement camps during World War oh. II. Okay. And oh, the internment camps? Yeah, the oh. internment camps, yeah. Wow. And oh. those photos are incredible. And um, But what's interesting about those, <laughs> that cute little part of history that we never like to talk about, <laughs> there are several of those. Who would have um, thought? <laughs> but so she took those photos, did her notes, all that stuff, and then shipped them off to the government. And she didn't see them again until like the 1980s oh, or she something. She didn't make copies and stuff? Like she, no, because she was, you know, working for the government. So she would take her rolls of film oh, and ship them off okay. and someone would yeah, somebody else develop developed. them. And so they basically wow. developed them, put them in archives and like never let them see the light of day until like the 80s because it was kind of like a big bad secret. It yeah. still is. Most people don't know about it. Wow. So... Like that's Jeez. some intense examples of photojournalism. So is it for photojournalism? Is it usually like news uh, companies that do it, or is it always just like the government? That well, so like basically any photo that you see in the newspaper mm. was either taken just by a photographer that's hired to go, okay, and then you know jot down like who's in the photo or whatever, and then they. Yep. And like okay. some, an actual like journalist or whatever comes and like does the actual interviews and stuff. But sometimes you get a two okay. for one. So like that's photojournalism okay. basically. But it's really, it's really fun. I really love that class. And um, that'd be cool. That'd be yeah. a fun job. Yeah. And just I, like ship you out <laughs> and they're like, get pictures of this. Yep. Like, you're like documenting um, history. The yeah. one, oh, one second. I want to make sure I get this name right. But it's a very famous photo from World War Two, mm. and it's the landing on d-day and it's all blurry it's the guy coming out of the water oh. and it's a very blurry picture let me see if i can find oh, it real man. fast see if, see if I was gonna say, that. the military photographers kind of made me think of that where yeah. they would they would suit somebody up and throw them out into the the action to it's get shots crazy to do. um i know i know this picture um, okay, I don't. I, I've not seen that picture before, but no, I haven't either. So I s- that see photo, why it would be iconic. See, <laughs> see, like it's very blurry. It's very fuzzy. It wasn't actually shot like that. What happened was it was shot. You know, assuming assuming the conditions were like like good, <laughs> good. Mm. Uh, like it was it was a clear photo, right? Yes. Okay, and I got gotcha. you. And they rushed it you know, over to some photo lab to get it developed so they could get it in the newspapers in print, right? Mm. And it's on film. And so when they were rushing it, they dried it too fast and they melted the emulsion. So it ran 
through like the whole strip of film okay. and so that's why it looks so blurry but honestly it was it's a bad it, it's, job it's, it's kind of like a happy accident because it feels like it's almost like you feel the intensity like you feel the motion of what's mm. going on there yeah i would have felt that it was more so, along the lines of like yeah. low shutter or something you mm-hmm. know what yeah. i mean that just like a happy mistake hastily yeah. taken like barely able to get the shot type of thing yep yeah yep. but the the real story is they just they were like we gotta we gotta get this in print and they melted the emulsion yeah. so can you imagine though if they melted the emulsion so much that they had no photos just, yeah well, we right? wouldn't even hear about it i guess <laughs> yep they but, were just well, talking and, away and two that's one of those things where i mean if the photographers weren't actually developing their own film they were mm-hmm. sending it off like yeah. could you imagine like yeah. if you make it out mm-hmm. right of yeah. si- such situations and then you're yeah. like you messed up my photos right I, I would be like you did yeah. what to it you know see to print it's like i took that and my settings were definitely not that's not what that should have been yeah, yeah. that was like a clear photo i know it was yeah. it's like you took a picture on your iphone and it gets backed up and then you check it later it's like Wait a why second. is it all green <laughs> what, yeah, what happened yeah yeah you'd, um, yeah you'd be infuriating so i have a yeah. question cat yes. i'm just curious so I hope I can answer your question. No, you, 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 I mean I hope so. There's no wrong answers. I hope you know, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. Um, I was just curious because obviously you've put in you put in a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. into your craft, right? And you've you've learned how to shoot film, and obviously you shoot digital as well. Big mm-hmm. por- portrait photographer, like senior work, right? Does it uh, does it ever bother you, or does it ever feel weird? when like we work on shoots together and you have to send in like you send in edits and then i critique and then we work together sometimes just saying from somebody that obviously Mm -hmm. like i am self-taught by all means yeah i I mean there's no other way around it right so it's like you're caveman i didn't go to school for it i don't know a lot of the history about how it works um Mm -hmm. you know i jumped in and i'm I'm learning in reverse yeah so i was just curious if it ever ever got to you a little bit because obviously this is a big part of your life sometimes it's a little weird but it also just kind of feels like i'm getting critiqued like at school like this photo could be better if you maybe did this instead or whatever yeah so that's kind of what it feels like and sometimes i'm like no yeah you're right and other times i'm like "Mm, i liked it but okay (laughs) (laughs) and i know we haven't really had any we haven't had any issues yeah you know for the most part it's like it's been pretty cut and dry with our edits and there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing that's like way out like you yeah. know the one big shoot we did was like all yeah. corporate stuff yeah so you're like mm. you know what i mean yeah. unless it's like way off in left field yeah uh, it's like why are these all why where, where why is there a vignette i cannot stand people <laughs> that put vignettes on all their pictures uh no yeah My, um, i mean it can be there for an aesthetic choice like yeah. if 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 it calls for it yeah. you know what i mean you know what's even worse the 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 inverted vignette so it's white Mm, my brother yes. and i found a website some photographer's website where that's all they did they're like, so like you're peering there were into so heaven. many vignettes and then like also the photos were like kind of blurry and then some, mm. half the time you couldn't see the people's face they they i wish i could remember what this website was but it was it was not pretty and i was like alex we are terrible people but also they were terrible photos so <laughs> my like the the worst the the bad thing is that when you get into like stuff like this when you're a kid 
then in your head you're like these were the type of photos i was taking when i was like 13 or whatever yeah and like mm. you know Which i get i get like, like everyone can pick up you know whatever at whatever age right because that's that's yep. the fun thing about trying different things is you can do it at whatever age but and we should encourage yeah. you know what it's, i mean it's kind of like when you have you know those child prodigies that can play you know everything by like age four and you're like yes. well might as well not pick up an instrument now because i'll never be as good as that right pass yeah. on that it's that like, plagued me until i was like 18 <laughs> i was like i shouldn't try to do anything because there's always someone because i suck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. like I, I tried it for the first time i was bad so it means i'm terrible i shouldn't try it yeah such Which, a, a destru- destructive mindset that it have. is yeah. yes but it but it is reality mm-hmm. yeah. i mean there's a lot of times i've held my myself back feeling the same way oh yeah yeah and it was just i mean daniel and i were in the office the other day looking at some pictures and videos that kind of a newer uh, up-and-coming artist is is doing some Mm. things and they've jumped in spent a lot of money on equipment (laughs) which is great and all but uh, we were just like looking through it and then like halfway through i kind of just realized we were being somewhat hypercritical yeah Mm. and it's it's super easy to do it was Mm -hmm. especially it was right down my alley so it's like i understand the process and what the final thing Mm. should be Mm -hmm. and so you know it was it was tough but i and i pulled back at one point and we both we were talking about it and i just said okay like we're being yeah (laughs) well we weren't being like that (laughs) we weren't being that bad you know what i mean but like at the end of the day too it's like you we've all started somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah and you have to respect the process are you guys and now a quick break to hear from our sponsors passion for acting theater company Passion for Acting Theater Company has a passion for bringing excellent and entertaining live theater to audiences in Bartholomew County. Passion for Acting Theater Company, created in 2018, performs dinner theater productions at the terrific and eclectic Willow Leaves of Hope on the Square in Hope, Indiana. Their first production, The Miracle Worker, was a huge success and received great reviews from audience members. Since then, Passion for Acting Theater Company has performed 10 shows, ranging from comedies like The Kitchen Witches and The Odd Couple, to drama and suspense like their original murder mystery, Angel Street, to classic children's literature like The Secret Garden and Anne of Green Gables. Their next show will be Kalamazoo, a comedy about what happens when older folks try to get into the online dating scene. Kalamazoo will be performed at Willow Leaves of Hope in February, just in time for a Valentine's Day or to laugh the winter blues away. Enjoy a delicious dinner and a great night of entertainment at Willow Leaves of Hope. Phone number is 812-341-7251. Call now to make reservations for this laugh out loud comedy process are you guys aware of the uh dunning kruger effect? <laughs> here we go again <laughs> have, we, have we talked about this we talked about this okay. yeah. yeah do you know what it is go ahead and uh dunk. it's <laughs> a 10 second summary uh, when people first uh, start learning something oh no i'm thinking about it too much when people start learning something they think they know everything and then they realize after they start learning more the extent of things they don't know yeah and so people who know things will start learning something in the beginning they're overconfident in their abilities yeah. and then it takes them a little bit to realize that they don't know barely anything yeah. about the thing they're going into going into yeah which is you know it can be that's a disheartening moment it's like oh i do suck at this <laughs> yeah 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 well, i have never <laughs> never had that problem Yo, okay, when buddy. i was learning manual for the like, first time it's it's i struggled so much in the beginning yeah See, i was, still do that was the thing like 
you know, I I was born in 2000, so we had, you know, automatic <laughs> digital cameras by the time I could, you know, hold a camera. Yeah. Mm. Although the first photo I ever took was a Polaroid, so I, oh, okay. I just really love go. that analog stuff. Um, but <laughs> so I feel like I had a natural, like a natural ability to like see a good picture like a good oh, yeah. a good moment and take it yeah but it yeah. was figuring out how to use the actual tools of the camera to actually make yes. it a good picture that was when i was like actually i suck at this maybe i should because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason like i learned i picked up shooting manual on a film camera mm. so quick like that was the that what that was explained to me and i was like this is the yeah. easiest thing ever but for some reason transferring that over to a digital camera was like the hardest thing my brain ever computed mm. and then finally i was like okay you know what we're just going to treat the iso like it's film and it's that number and it's going to stay there and we'll change we're the other thing yeah we'll change the other thing and then and then it made sense yeah. but it was getting to that point and you know using like aperture priority or whatever and everything was still like super grainy and painful and i was like <laughs> yeah. i don't know what i'm doing wrong oh. switching to manual is tough mm-hmm. i mean i i mean just I shot for a long time on multiple different cameras and I can remember my first digital camera and like it was normally just friends and stuff. I mean, I wasn't like shooting to do anything like, you know, artistic. It was mm-hmm. just capturing yeah. moments. It yeah. was only until like last year where I really understood how photo photography, digital photography works. And it was only because of like, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what it was really. It's just yeah. like trying to understand like what the sensor is actually doing with ISO mm-hmm. and then like yeah. understanding like, the rest of it's sort of just like with the lens and what that's doing. But there's and so much. Yeah. There's yeah. so much. Like I'm still. And all the names don't really make sense. Not at all. And because not they're at all. transferred over from film. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest problem. Well, and I think that's the other reason why it was so confusing for me to try and figure this out on a digital camera first. Because I tried to teach myself manual and I watched like so mm. many YouTube videos and I was like, it still yeah. doesn't make sense. But yeah. then once yeah. I learned why the words are what they are and what that is actually do, what's like, that actually second, doing, what's that actually doing. Mind I was explodes. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Like I yeah. totally had a light bulb moment. Yep. It, yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough first getting into it. Yeah. I mean, I just was looking through sensor stuff the other day trying to understand some of the ways that the sensors work and why they affect mm-hmm. different ways I because feel, yeah. they were talking, they were breaking down cameras and they were talking about ours specifically, the Nikons and they had used some, I can't even remember now that like some acronyms for the sensors, right? Stuff mm. I had all understood, but there was like a couple letters at the end that they added on that. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. And we, our sensors have like a, they're like backlit. So they have like an, an extra little bit of like light that they're using oh. in addition to the sensor itself. Okay. And certain cameras have them and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then like there, a new phenomenon is like the stacked sensor. So there's two sensors stacked on top of each other. Ooh. And you know, because like with the way that a sensor takes a picture, depending mm-hmm. upon the, st- the, the type, right? It's line by line. Mm-hmm. And so yep. if you have two, and you compute them at the same time, you can essentially get rid of the rolling shutter effect uh, on, you know, so that, it, when you're using make electronic g- shutter. Global shutter then? Or is that sort of... It's not, it's still not at that point because yeah. of the way it's still updating itself, yeah. but it's the speed of the processors plus the yeah. ability to fill in the blanks with a stack sensor arrangement. Does it line by line, that's called progressive because it's just progressively going yes. from top to bottom. And... 
global still is like super expensive isn't it yeah it's still global shutter is still very expensive and and it's reserved for some of those more expensive cameras and especially cinema cameras Mm -hmm. um because that helps you know with your rolling shutter effect yeah because if you have progressive if you ever look at a photo or video where it's going left and right really fast it kind of looks like it's jello yeah where like the top of the frame is like slanted as it goes down (laughs) it looks really weird and it's infuriating to see yeah and the problem it's like you can there's like we talked about it that this gets so deep you guys on technical you know specs and abilities of cameras but like our nikon shoot in three different styles and there's (laughs) mechanical shutter there's electronic shutter and then there's actually a hybrid between the two of those and i'm sorry i don't remember the name of it at the moment it's something specific The hybrid shutter (laughs) i call it hybrid because it's literally the two mixed together yeah and depending upon which one you're using depends upon the different effects you get. And we're talking stills here. We're not even going to mm-hmm. get into video, mm. but you know, a uh, ceiling fan is a great example of this. Mm. So oh, if yeah. you go to use like the electronic shutter, yeah, then you get that rolling shutter kind of weird warpy effect. Yeah. But if you use your mechanical and I think even the hybrid works better, it helps to reduce those effects. Okay. to get a normal shot and of course this also mm-hmm. gets you into shutter speed yeah all those things oh, um, yeah. and if you use the electronic shutter you'll get banding it's, Jeez, it's a rabbit hole but that's the thing that's <laughs> yeah. why i was looking it up though because the new nikon the z9 mm-hmm. it is their highest end still shooting camera mirrorless camera and i know they cost like six grand without a lens and it has oh no mechanical shutter <laughs> wow and so I was like, how'd they get away with that? Mm-hmm. Because at that level, one yeah. of the things that you're doing is those are high speed cameras. So, you know, they all, all those, that level of camera for still shots, they all go up against a lot of the sport shooter yeah. cameras, right? So it's like you need high rate of shooting. So you're normally shooting very fast, like fast enough that like your camera sounds like a machine gun. Yeah. And, you know, you have to get these things fast and efficiently. And so I was like, we have issues with our electronic shutter and you know when you switch to the the mechanical it helps to fix these issues but like there's no there's no like you know mechanical shutter to switch to so i'm like how do you get rid of banding how do you get rid of you know rolling shutter effects and everything and that's thousand dollars but i have something to fix it and that's that's (laughs) the one with the stack sensors yeah okay so you get your stack sensors and then i'm pretty sure that it has it either has their new processor or it's actual dual processors that are processing the images. That makes sense. So it's almost like two cameras in one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, but it's speed. Yeah. The faster it can process an image, mm-hmm. the faster mm-hmm. it can write that image, you know, per the sensor and yeah. per the processing speed, like that gets you out of the weeds on yeah. some of those issues. It's funny when I uh, like it's technology crazy. gets to that point where it's just like, instead of making something better, it's like, Let's just put two of them in there. That's what right. we did with computers because I know. a processor is actually what we call a core. And like you hear like multi-core processor. Yeah. That's not a processor. That's four processors acting like one. And so yeah. we just gave up on making good ones. Yeah. We were like, we'll just put like, a crap ton of them tiny in there. Now we have like 16 core, 32 yeah. core processors. And oh so it's like, well, instead of having one camera taking one big picture, which is having two smaller cameras... <laughs> taking two smaller pictures that's, that's literally what they're doing get it it's uh, impressive it's like, though how somebody... do we make it better what if there was two of them <laughs> it's hey, like so I tell me one. one more time that you can get a good photo like that on on Film. your cell phone on your cell phone oh, or a cell phone <laughs> which 
I, th- I know we've talked about this a million times, you guys, and I apologize that it's coming up again. They're but just it's, because as good. people just keep saying it. I know. I was I was standing in a house taking pictures, and <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, on, on Saturday. Story. I mean, literally, like, yeah. <laughs> when we're recording this, like this was just a couple days ago. <laughs> And, and he's still traumatized by I it. I am, I am. It's because I didn't say anything. I decided that yeah. day I was just going to... You resigned. I was, I was like, nice. I don't have the effort or the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sit- standing there taking pictures of this person's house and they're asking me about what I do. And, you know, because I, I see the owner when I'm there, if they're present, but I work with the agent. Agent is our client, not the homeowner. Mm-hmm. So you normally get to have very nice candid conversations because there's no relationship at stake here. Yeah. We're just chatting. I'm here for an hour and I'll probably never see you again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking and he pulls out this canvas print and he's like, you guys should do canvas prints. And I was like, we've talked about doing it. We just don't have a lot of request for that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And if it were the case, I think it would be kind of cool. But again, it's just not something we offer because nobody asked for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he pulls it out and he shows it to me. And it was kind of tough because he's like, you know, my dad passed away this like last year or whatever. And I, you know, I, I'm mm-hmm. always awkward about that stuff. So I was just like, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And so he shows me this picture and he's like, I, I, isn't it crazy how much you can blow up a picture from a cell phone? And it's like so amazing. And there's like no, no dynamicness to the photo. It's very flat. You know, the yeah. colors are meh. And, yeah. and I just, you know, especially cause it had his dad in it. And, Is and it I just was like, I, it, yes. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, it is amazing what they can do. And it is yeah. true. It is true. Yes. Yeah. Um, you don't want to tell the guy it's a crappy photo. Yeah. I was just like, died. well, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not the move. Your, could yeah. have done your dad a little bit better if you would have had somebody yeah. shoot with it a camera. It could have been the only photo he had, but like, okay. you know, it's just. This, uh, this, this was my thing, actually. My brother and I were talking about this. Um, we were like, everyone, every couple of years should just like have nice photos taken yeah. so oh. that when you die at your funeral, the blown up print <laughs> at your funeral was not taken in your living room on a cell phone with overhead lighting Yeah, because we saw one and I feel Ooh. bad, but we were kind of like, this is a terrible photo oh, and gosh. we kind of laughed a little bit and we, yeah. were, like, we, we were like, we're, we're terrible people. Yeah. But here's the thing, like, Kat. Just, just like every couple of years, just get like it. get a family picture. It's, <laughs> I get it. it's not that hard to do. I get it. But like devil's advocate, like, like I get it. People yeah. see these things. They do a decent job, and they're like, you know, you already paid like a thousand dollars for the I can freaking save, phone. I can save myself some yeah. money, and I can do this. And they see it as a very utilitarian mm-hmm. yeah. option. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And if everybody thought differently about it, we'd be out of a job. Hey, it's got the megapixels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, it's got yeah. plenty. It's got plenty of the megapixels. You say my phone's got twelve, and yours has got your, yeah, you your just camera's got, got twenty-four. You just got normal amounts of pickles. Pickles. I got. Pickles. You got, you got pickles. I got normal amount of pickles. My, I got mega pickles. <laughs> I, Back in my garden. <laughs> I have They're spent huge. way too many theater productions just eating pickles. <laughs> I love sweet pickles. Oh, okay. Are they like a quick and easy no, snack? No, dill pickles only. Mm, you people are weird. I what? mean, like bread and butter pickles. Stupid. I don't like bread. They make me want to throw up. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Me as well. This is this is really funny. So it's not funny. It's, it's a crime. It's really funny. No, <laughs> it's a so crime. I was in a play. Outlawed. I was in a play. I was playing um 
a blind deaf Pickle individual. Uh, you may have heard of her, uh, Helen Keller. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so there was this scene where I got Why you say it like that? <laughs> I didn't expect that at all. Oh, I figured that's exactly where she was going. There was this scene where I get served this plate of food and I'm supposed to like eat it, you know, not like a feral child because, you know, I've been taught by my teacher now and yeah, I'm figuring out how to be a human, right? To, how to eat a pickle? How to, well, see, here, here, here's the thing. It's, it's so... It's so random but it's really funny so doing this what i would do is i would pick a spot just like off stage like in the corner of my vision and like what that's where i would look for that scene so that okay. it would like i would not look at people yeah I, you know that's because that's Cause a dead made, giveaway if you that made contact you can actually with anybody see. Yeah. yeah you're done yeah. so i, mean, I would just i would just real be blind and deaf actor <laughs> on there <laughs> It's a no for me. No. Um, but so I would just be gaze, like looking off there and I had had, you know, the same little meal every single freaking show. And it was like ham and some eggs. And there's also, there's another scene where I kind of got eggs shoved down my throat and I was so sick of scrambled eggs. Mm. I didn't eat. I still barely eat scrambled eggs. I didn't eat like scrambled eggs for six years after we did that. Cause oh I was gosh. so sick of them. Jeez. But one night, the plate gets brought out to me and so i i can never see what's on it because i'm looking over here and so i'm just i'm just really trusting that everyone's done a good job on this plate of food right and one night i smell something and i'm like oh my gosh did they put pickles on my plate and they put pickles on my plate and i was so happy <laughs> i was cool. like can you please put pickles on my plate for the rest oh of the gosh. show <laughs> no more eggs no more eggs. i would be pretty pickled just, eggs just, just scrambled just, eggs just, versus just pickles, pickles i would be excited for the pickles yeah i get so it I, yeah. so i had ham and pickles well, like, eggs could get cold and like they those are gross cold. When cold they were so gross yeah oh, cold yeah. egg is gross so pickles is the way to go then yeah i was i was so happy about those pickles oh my gosh <laughs> I was so oh, happy. Gosh. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got one more thing for us, guys. Okay. All right. Um, again, uh, every week we do a Tuesday tip, yes. and uh, I wanted to. We we like to touch base on the podcast that way we can expand on it a little bit. There's not a lot more to say here, yeah. but uh, there were a couple of things that didn't make it into the video. Mm. Um, we, uh, as well as other That's people great. in the creative community. <laughs> That's nice. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this this would be Appreciate great for it. that. Um, <laughs> so we've we've we found some some software that Adobe released recently. It's uh, it's actually in beta, but it's called Speech Enhance, and it is mm -hmm. part of a suite of apps that they are making for podcasters. Um, oh. So if you go to uh, podcast.adobe.com, uh, it will show you all all the options, all the things that they have available. Um, straight off the bat though you have you have to have an adobe account um yeah. of course. but the the product itself to use as of right now is free mm -hmm. but i'm sure that'll change you want to do a voice memo right now so we can demo it in the podcast so uh, you can record off your ipad audio uh sure and then we can do like <laughs> sure. an abc we're getting creative yeah yeah right actually, on the fly actually you know what oh, would be fun off the apple watch yeah yeah hold yes. on a second let me i'm pretty sure you can take a voice yeah you can quality Okay, so I'm gonna do a quick test here, and yeah. then you can you can play it for the people. Um, All right, I am currently testing uh, voice recording on my Apple Watch. It is probably about uh, I don't know eight inches, yeah. ten inches away from my face. Yeah. So now uh, we're gonna swap to the upgraded version from Adobe. Now we're just gonna be wait. Yeah, we'll figure this out. We'll yeah. do something there. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, the cool thing is, is in the video, we show an example of, uh, 
me talking into the voice memos on my iPhone. Yeah. And then we also did on my MacBook. Yeah. Um, and, and that was straight up internal mics. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, the one that I wish we would have used uh, that we still have is the uh, I did a recording from my uh, AirPods Pro. Ooh. And honestly, that was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> Look at you guys. We're yeah. interested. He's flexing uh. his AirPods Pros. Yeah, second yeah. gen. Oh um, my gosh. They sounded the worst. Really? Out of everything that we tested. Like oh. after or just out of the gate? From? Out of the gate. Okay. Ooh, interesting. It was pretty rough because they're actively trying to take the background noise of things uh. and like kind of mitigate that mm-hmm. so right they were kind of weird uh but so you take these audio files you load them into the software it takes it and processes and it can depend it says it can take up to 10 minutes i don't think any of ours took that long and we've also uploaded like an hour at least an hour's worth of uh audio and it's still processing probably you know less than 10 minutes i'm wow. sure it depends on your internet connection all those things yeah but anyway so it gives you uh, a version of it that is enhanced, but you can click it on and off so you can hear the different versions on their web portal. Yeah. And then you can download it and you just download the enhanced version and you can use it. Wow. Um, and it's just using AI to get rid of, you know, echoes and reverb and background noise and the way that you guys normally hear our podcast, you know, we use pretty high quality mics. We have a room that has soundproofing Yeah. and we could take anything from like our DJI mics, my cell phone. Uh, I mean, we have a, a very small deity mic that we put on top of our cameras. That's a little Ooh. shotgun mic. We have a great Tuesday tip that actually displays the differences between all of those. Yes. So you yes, can check that out as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice, David. Look at you. I have cross promoting brain. What a plug. So yeah, so there's a couple different <laughs> microphones that we can use that are, that need EQ yeah. and some work you know after we're done so and like we don't do any post-processing there's a couple things i mean there's a compressor and limiter i think is what we use on yep. on, on our final production for this yeah most of it is not touched they're just str- no eq yeah. none of that stuff because yeah. these mics are fantastic but it can literally take any of these things these small microphones and turn them into sounding like our podcast does yeah it's a it's a beautiful tool um there's there's a couple caveats i mean again it's in beta and mm-hmm. it's ai and sometimes it tries to fill spots with some weird mm-hmm. things some voices <laughs> and some words that maybe don't exist either in the english yeah. language or in <laughs> the spoken word that we like did yep. so yep. it has its odd moments sometimes and sometimes it it pitches differently and it sounds Mm. kind of off so it has its caveats so this is by no means replacement for professional audio um i think we kind of say something along those lines in the video sure so like take that with a grain of salt don't get me wrong 90 percent of the things that we've put it towards it's worked on yeah Mm -hmm. so it's it's a really cool thing because none of us here are audio engineers by any means no we know what good audio sounds like so a lot of times we can get it there mm-hmm. but it's not yeah. our it's not our forte at all mm-hmm. so it's a it's a it's a nice helpful tool for us and yeah. for you guys as well like good audio matters and a lot of times mm-hmm. if i see if i have a video that i watch that's like the audio is really crap i it's hard for me to watch mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah so it's it's a like I said, it's free for right now. And yeah. I think if you even just made an Adobe account, you could go use it, even yeah. if you don't have a subscription to cloud or anything like that. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think I think you just need an Adobe account, but it's free to do it. As of right now, yeah, yes. It made me yeah. to sign in, but I didn't have to pay for anything. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, we tested that. Yeah. And you don't have, you don't have a creative... No, I don't pay for... Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool tool. I mean, it's yeah. definitely, I mean, it's all AI driven and that's what a lot of this stuff coming out is. And they're going to have a couple other tools that help with podcasters. But I think this could, this could be uh, kind of a new thing that they could bake into their yeah. audio software, which is Adobe audition. Yeah. And they could also bake this yeah. into premiere. Yeah. Um, just have a little checkbox. Exactly. Just enhance yeah. audio and then Boom. it would go through and, and fix everything. Yeah. Cause I mean, That'd if it's cool. as good as it is now, after time and you know we i think we all know that it's free because anything that we send through the algorithm it's using to train itself yeah uh, yeah it's giving it more information yeah. to work with which yeah. is how all these things work it's the same yeah. way with chat G- gpt and all the other things yeah. so it's like i don't know i mean it's yeah. it's it's pretty cool and yeah. and it takes some of the guesswork out and it's it's a little scary to think you know for some of the stuff oh, yeah. but at the end of the day like we used it for a talk the that we uh recorded and it got rid of all the background noise. Well, the issue about that was there was question Q&A session with the audience. Oh. And it got rid of all the audio from the audience. Oh. Which, again, it wasn't great audio, but it was something that we needed. Yeah. Yep. To, yeah. to eventually fix some of those spots and put those... We were going to put captions in over that. Mm-hmm. So, it's like we still needed the audio. Yeah. yeah. And we took that and tried to enhance it. And it came out weird. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded really weird. Oh. And again, if it can't quite make out what it's hearing, it's it puts words in places that like yeah. or changes people's words. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just creepy. guesses weird. Just it's kind of like you're here listening to people in a different room and your brain's trying to put together what yeah. they're saying. Yes. Like and you're not getting it right. You're filling yeah. in the blanks with your yeah. your thought process. But it's a computer doing that and that's even weirder. Yes. And it makes audio from it. So But it's cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I yeah. mean, hey, give it a shot. I'm all yeah. for videos having better audio. We're starting to just play around with it because we can mm-hmm. and apply it to mm-hmm. some of our lower end yeah. stuff just because it's like, hey, why not yeah. give it a shot? Yeah. Especially our internal stuff. Let us know how it sounds. We actually didn't do a little uh, intro for each of them. So here's the original audio from his Apple Watch. And here's the audio enhanced. Yeah. And here's the audio from the podcast mic to compare. Sounds crispy. Wow. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love wow. it. It's super weird to do, but it's going to make sense to you guys because it's going to be fixed in post. <laughs> hey. There we go. So yeah, so yeah, it's cool stuff. Do us a favor, go watch the video. It's good. Uh, yes. We had fun with it, and there's a lot of we're we're yeah. trying to do more this year. I mean, as mm-hmm. usual, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to do a little bit more. So we played around with some sound design, and yeah. I thought the examples were very nice. There's a little switch that comes on the screen and shows you it's the uh, different very types. Aesthetic. Yeah, it, yeah. It's uh, we're trying to help keep everybody engaged as as all content creators are doing, and we're trying to do that in our own way. So graphics yeah. and things are popping up, and you know, yeah. it's all fun stuff. So. Yeah, it'll be a lot more than what you just heard because I think it's, you know, it's more like consumerish. You can share it with people. Don't, yeah. What's the thing, Kat? What am I supposed to tell people at the end that I don't? To hit the save button so save. that when so that when you're like, oh, I watched a video on that on oh. Instagram, you can just go in your saves and yes. there it is. We need to get those <laughs> saves up. Yeah, because. To be honest with you, so we've uh, we've been filming those for a while now, and we yeah. have a nice little backlog. Like we've mm-hmm. we've made a lot of videos, 
and we talk about uh, camera tips. We talk about microphones. We talk about, you know, other audio stuff. We talk about computers. How to use your phone. Yes. A lot of iPhone tips, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and whether that's camera centric or just some of the software tips to yeah. help your to help your you know day-to-day access with these things um we have another iphone one coming next week that i'm pretty oh pumped boy. on oh boy. um but i we've gotten some good feedback so if you yeah. guys haven't seen it go to our instagram i think that's the best place to consume it mm-hmm. um and check out our triflix uh tuesday tips and those and are all on our page button. yes and hit the, hit save, the button. save button they're also on youtube shorts and do you they go to tiktok qualms with those yes <laughs> they and they do go, go on to facebook TikTok. so there's like four <laughs> places you can go see there's this so stuff. many so places you can find us there's no excuse literally not to check it everywhere. out everywhere literally not <laughs> not not findable we're everywhere yes you have to avoid us to not find us <laughs> so yeah that's all i got guys man yeah cat thank you for cool. sitting in for yes, tristan um definitely I like enjoyed talking <laughs> yes talking <laughs> such a fun thing i, I enjoyed as well yeah <laughs> um i had fun talking about photography oh, it's, uh, that's always it's it's been fun to bounce things off of you mm-hmm. um especially with like the film stuff yeah because uh, it's a realm that i i don't know anything about oh, so yeah. it's kind of fun we should once once my dark room's finally done we should have some sort of video where it's like cat teaches yeah. everyone how to, to that'd be a great like shoot and develop their own yeah. film <laughs> yes i would love to do that seriously that yeah. would be so much fun it, it would be, be cool. really fun yeah yeah i'd be down for that and then cool. if someone's film doesn't turn out we can just you know you can go yeah. cry in the corner it happens that's okay yeah. <laughs> that's okay that, that could be a bit where like it starts <laughs> off with somebody weeping in a corner with like a destroyed film in I'd their watch hands that. Yeah. Like, it does like the record scratch she's like you're probably wondering how i got here yes. <laughs> what great the intro there it is yeah. but we yeah. need a night vision camera oh <laughs> okay minus putting it minus putting your film in in the tank everything else happens in the light yeah. So, but how much fun would it be to have that one section yeah. of it? It would it's be like green. very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Watching everyone just like. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what if it like starts out like Cole comes in and he like turns on the lights and he oh. ruins your no! film? He's like, nah, we could play nah. that out. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lock yeah. on that door. <laughs> also, we're that hoping to film with an ambulance soon. Oh. You got anything else oh, yeah. for cat? For cat? No, for cat. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Kat? I don't think so. Okay. David, right. you good, man? No, we, we did it. We okay. made a podcast. Awesome. Uh, thank you to all the people <laughs> who are listening. You. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> thank you for all the people listening uh, and you. watching. Uh, if you have been listening and haven't been watching, I highly recommend. I mean, it's we have like a cool little space setup, and it's fun to see everybody's reactions and expressions. Green. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> I look mildly different from the last time, which was not that long ago. <laughs> it's so mild. That's okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun this year. Uh, as you can tell, we've already switched it up. First episode was with a guest. Go yep. check that one out. Um, that was episode what thirteen with Sam. No, I think 14. it was fourteen. Fourteen. 14. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was with Sam Fouch. It's a great episode. Um, and again, we had Cat today, and Tristan. Oh wasn't here we're gonna have a really fun episode for you next week so definitely stop back for that this one that we've been planning for a very long time Mm -hmm. and uh it will have a very small amount of familiar faces so it's gonna (laughs) be fun finally pulled it together (laughs) it took so much effort it's such a mystery i don't know what it's gonna be better watch it if you don't watch it i will cry and that would be sad yeah so go check us out 
Triflix Cast. Uh, we're everywhere. Triflix LLC. Everywhere. We're everywhere. everywhere. Go to our website, triflix.com. You can check out our projects. Um, and yeah. maybe you're interested in hiring us because maybe we sound like we know what we're doing. Uh, we actually just got back just from a, a shoot bit. today. It was awesome. That wow. footage is going to be posted on our website. So that'll be fun to see the things that we're capable of. So thank so you. Capable. Thank you for <laughs> watching and listening. And uh, tell the friend. That would be awesome. Only one. Only one friend at a time, but though. They That's all to, we can handle. That friend also has to tell another friend, and they tell another friend. It's and a it's like pyramid a pyramid No! No! <laughs> no. And, if we do, and, if you, and if you don't, we will find you. That's right. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Or else. <laughs> <laughs>